Welcome to the Sleeping Outside the Box podcast. I'm your host, Doron Lazarus, integrated sleep coach and founder of the Sleep Coach Academy, where we check in every week with tips and tricks from the latest in the field to be able to allow you to get your sleep, your health, and your life back on track. So let's go ahead and dive in. I want to start off speaking about stress-related insomnia. So the truth is that stress is actually quite different than anxiety. The two of them go hand in hand, meaning stress can trigger anxiety and anxiety can trigger stress, but the truth is that they're not the same. And I give the following example. Imagine I would take you and whisk you off and I would put $100 million in your bank account I would make sure that someone was there to take care of your kids and you and whoever you wanted could go off to a peaceful island in the Caribbean and listen to soft music, sitting in a hammock and enjoying enjoying cool drinks all day, a stress-free environment. So while in that situation, stress, which I believe is brought on from outside forces, If we would take away all of the stresses of life, you could get to the place where you were relatively stress-free. Anxiety, on the other hand, has nothing to do with that which is inherently going on outside of us. Meaning you could have someone who's sitting on that beautiful island completely stress-free. And at the same time, they could be anxious. Oh no, what happens if I feel doom? What happens if I don't sleep on my vacation? What happens if it goes on forever? Those are thoughts that anxiety can be completely unrelated to stress. And I think it's important that anybody that you're working with understands the difference and understands how to navigate treatment based upon those situations. So today I'd like to really dive in to the topic of stress itself, and I'd like to share with you a case study that came to our academy. One of our coaches was working with this individual, and I want to use this as a real-world example of how we can gain a deeper insight of how to deal with our stress and allow us to sleep well at night. So this case was a 48-year-old male grappling with a high blood pressure, a work environment that was very tense. He had substantial family responsibilities, including his mother, who were suffering from dementia, required significant care, and he oftentimes managed that personally. The entire situation had begun to take his toll on his well-being. And I want to share with you his mindset, because this is so important. The way that he put it, he says, it's just life, and my family has a problem dealing with stress. I think it's something chemical, he says. His health has been impacted as a result with the diagnosis including lupus and high blood pressure for which he's medicated. He also experiences severe anxiety attacks, occasionally feeling chest pain and fearing that they might escalate to a heart attack. Okay, this was the case that came to our academy, and I want to share with you some insights that were really going to help this person and help anybody, even if we're not dealing with that high level of stress, 
there's a lot that can be done to bring down each of our stress responses. Because the truth is we can't always escape life. Sometimes life is just so there are things going on. But being able to manage the stress is the key difference that I find for people that thrive versus people that really suffer like this individual. So the first thing that you have to get clear when dealing with anybody with stress is that they have to invest in themselves. Their lives come first. Many times people have a mentality that I'm not important. I just have to suffer and struggle and burden this responsibility for others. But the truth is that if you want to give to others, if you want to give to your family members, to your clients, to your community, whoever you're giving for, giving to, the most important thing you can start off investing in is yourself. It's a mind shift. Yes, there are chemical precursors to stress response and it can be hereditary. But that doesn't mean that you can't do a lot to change that response inherently and manage that stress in a much more productive way. And I think that mindset of helping coach through that mindset that his life comes first and this stress is not normal and he has to be able to manage it better for the sake of everyone else is so important. So let me go through some of the key pointers that I advised over here of how we would actually treat such a person. Number one, you always want to start looking at the behavior. We have to get him to have a strong work-life balance. I would imagine such a person does not take any personal time. He's probably working crazy hours and he probably is bringing his work to home and not really having any time to invest in himself. So to go through the 24 hours of his day and chart out when is the best time to work and that's different for every individual. But being able to allow him to escape the grind and to teach him to work smart and not hard. How can he leverage his impact and his income that he's not always been putting himself in that stressful environment? How can he make time to eat properly, not just running on the go? Can he make time for exercise, yoga, meditation, walks? He might be resistant to these kind of activities as he views them as signs of laziness or weakness. But a good coach is going to help him work through that and teach him that these are actually vital things that we all need to diffuse that stress in our life. I would work with him on his subconscious mind because clearly there are subconscious blocks that are causing this extreme stress, anxiety, and panic attacks that he's feeling. So to be able to not only work on his behavior, but to get to the root of the subconscious mind and allow this anxiety to dissipate and be replaced with, peace, uh, with feelings of peace and calm can be essential for his healing. I think it would go remiss if we didn't speak about his physical body. And many people ignore this fact when they're doing stress management. Yes, we want to change his mindset, behavior, and subconscious mind, but without looking at the body itself, he's going to continue to feel uptight and overwhelmed. And so where functional medicine testing can come in very handy over here is actually to see what's going on with his body. I would imagine this fellow has very high cortisol levels and those cortisol levels are spiking and not allowing his body to rest and relax. What's going on with his melatonin in sleep time? 
What's going on with his sex hormones? As I imagine, they are majorly down because his body is in this acute state of stress and his GI system as well. And all of these things feed into each other. So I believe that taking this holistic approach, I would encourage him that change is possible. You don't need to feel this sense of overwhelm, anxiety, and panic for the rest of your life. And I believe that when you put the pieces of the puzzle together and everything that we spoke about, the person can have an amazing, amazing transformational healing that will allow him to not just struggle through life, but really thrive, feel better, sleep better, be more productive, emotionally there for his family. And these are all vital traits that each one of us needs to be successful at every stage in our life. This has been Doron Lazarus with the Sleeping Outside the Box podcast. If you're interested in learning more about how to solve your sleep issues once and for all, or to become an integrative sleep coach and help those around you, go ahead and check out our website at sleepcoachacademy.org. There you can learn more details and fill in an application if you're interested in any of our services. Sleep well, and we look forward to seeing you in the next edition 